To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And this morning, the world is changing before our eyes. Once again, it feels like, yeah, it feels like everything's falling apart, doesn't it? Russian forces continue to advance into Ukraine. Residents in Kiev this morning are being handed guns as they prepare to try and defend their homes. Now, I'm not going to pretend for a moment to be some high-placed geopolitical analyst, but in watching the events in Eastern Europe this week, I have been taken by a few things. The first is this. For all the tanks and artillery and paratroopers and fighter jets, Vladimir Putin continues to use information as perhaps his most important and effective weapon. The propaganda and misinformation that comes from the Kremlin makes it really difficult for anyone, Russian or otherwise, to ever know with certainty what is true and what isn't. For months, Putin has been insisting he isn't preparing for war. Russian talk shows called Western governments warning about a looming invasion hysteria and absurd. When Putin appeared on TV just a couple of nights ago and made the case for invading Ukraine, He claimed to be fighting Ukrainian neo-Nazis, despite the fact Ukraine's president is a Jewish comedian. When the Ukrainian president made a similar address as a last-ditch effort to prevent war, he spoke in the Russian language, appealing directly to the Russian people. But he said this, I know they won't show my address on Russian TV. Russian people have to see it. Russia dedicates resource to weaponizing information abroad. You know, Putin was able to utterly destabilize parts of the American democracy by hacking emails from Hillary Clinton's campaign team. We will never fully quantify just how many people were led astray by Russian bots spreading misinformation on Facebook in the lead up to the 2016 US election. But the Kremlin's propaganda octopus has awfully long tentacles. Just this week, Just this week, the highest rating show on Fox News in the US was echoing the talking points from the Russian government, directly from the Kremlin. Host Tucker Carlson, no doubt led in his messaging by his close relationship with Donald Trump, said on air on the highest rating Fox News show that Ukraine, quote, isn't a real democracy and the conflict in Eastern Europe was a mere border dispute. Millions of viewers lapped it up. My second point's this. We're witnessing in real time yet another step in America's retreat from global dominance. I'm not saying that Russia is taking its place. I'm just saying that Russia is kind of thumbing its nose and there's next to nothing America can actually do about it. Having played world police for the last 70-odd years, the American public has little appetite for foreign wars. Joe Biden has ruled out fighting with Russian troops and the Afghanistan fiasco has reminded everyone that actually the world's mightiest military power perhaps isn't so mighty after all. The threat of sanctions was insufficient to stop Vladimir Putin and that's it. I think it also has to be said that the US ceded the moral high ground. There is an obvious hypocrisy in seeing American leaders rage against Russia's invasion of a sovereign country. Putin opposed the invasion of Iraq. 
If it was okay for the US to invade sovereign territory on the other side of the world, why can't Russia invade its neighbour? And my third point's this. Once again, I think we've been reminded of the impotence of international organisations. You know, countries like New Zealand can strongly condemn and blah, 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 blah. But that won't do anything. The UN is totally hamstrung by the Security Council's power of veto. Russia's biggest trading partner, China, is conspicuous in its relative silence, so far refusing to condemn the Russian invasion and likely gaming out what the international response would mean for potential similar action in Taiwan. Yep, we are watching the world order change in real time. And I suppose all we can really do is hope that it isn't too bloody.